Welcome to the Stepping Up, Become Who You Are Meant to Be podcast. I am your host, Nikki Gingrich, and I'm excited to have you here. So if you've been listening in the past, welcome back. If this is your first episode, welcome, and I'm happy to have you here. Today, I'm sharing an interview with you that I got to do with someone whom I have known for since 2002, so for the last 16 years. We went to college together, we ran track and cross country together, and you know, after graduation, you know, as typically happens, you tend to lose touch with people, and I've continued to follow Gina's journey via social media, and watching her, you know, move out to Colorado, and follow her dreams, and become a trail runner, and then to start um, Trail Sisters, which is her newest venture, which started um, a few years ago and has just taken off. And it's just so exciting to watch and see. And recently she shared a video that was the kind of catalyst for me to say, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I didn't know exactly why she started Trail Sisters, but then to hear her mission of talking about women and females in trail running and giving females in trail running a voice. And that's what she was doing. And that's where her passion came from. So as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. I need to have Gina on the podcast because she's got a great story to share. And I didn't realize, I've been watching her, but I didn't realize the story behind it. So I'm excited to share our conversation with you for you to learn a little bit more about Gina and what she's doing. And whether you're a runner or not, listen, because this is a conversation about um, following your heart and taking inspired action. And that is what she did when she started Trail Sisters, she saw a need, she saw something that was missing and she started it. And that's what I believe I talk about so much of is just taking that inspired action that says, this feels right. I'm just going to lean in and do it and see where it takes me. And that's why I'm excited to share this with you. So without further ado, here is our guest, Gina Lucrezzi. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have Gina Lucrezzi here with us today. Um, I've known Gina since like 2002 uh, when I was a freshman in college and I've watched her journey via social media for the last few years. So probably haven't seen you since you came back to the, to the college when you were inducted into the Hall of Fame a few years ago. And I think we talked for about 30 seconds. So I'm excited to <laughs> sit and chat with you and share your story and learn myself a little bit more about kind of how you've gotten to, to kind of where, what you're doing today from our days of running track and cross country together to, to where you are. So tell us just briefly the big loaded question of kind of who you are, kind of what you're doing and yeah, a little backstory. Sure. Well, first off, thank you so much for having me on. This is awesome. And it's great to be able to catch up with you too. I mean, this is kind of funny, like seeing you through the screen right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like how long, right? So this is I awesome. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like you said, the loaded question. Um, and, uh, you know, well, also like, it's like, well, how far do you go back? Right. Yeah, so, right. <laughs> um, so I guess a little bit about me, you know, um, I'm probably most known for running is probably my, my thing, I guess. And, you know, everything started for me when I was uh, about like ninth grade. And, um, you know, I never really enjoyed running when I was a kid. It was always like some version of a punishment for other sports or it just, it hurt, you know? Um, but, but I found out quite quickly that I had a little bit of a knack for it. And so I continued to do it because of um, some success. So for a really long time, I just kind of 
plugged away. I did quite well in high school and then I went into college and um, that's where I met you actually. Uh, and then continued through that with um, some success. Um, and at that point, I kind of learned and realized that, wow, I think this is kind of the pathway I'm going to take in life and just kind of went with that. And before you know it, I um, took positions in the outdoor industry that were all revolving around uh, the running industry, I guess, or trail running to be exact. Um, and I've kind of just kept following that, um, you know, as long as I can remember. Um, besides working in the industry, you know, I continued to run and uh, I started running professionally for trail running, which in a sense sounds kind of silly because like it's definitely not as um, uh, financially uh, gaining as you would be in road running. Not that there's a ton of money there either, but it was, it was fun for a while. Um, I kind of then transitioned over more to, um, you know, taking a bigger approach of like what else I could do just besides using my two legs. And that's when I came up with uh, this online journal called Trail Sisters. And so I'm at that point and I'm sure we'll probably dive into that a little bit more later, but um, so that's kind of at this point, like my full-time job is creating this platform for uh, women's voices in, in the sport. So that's kind of like a nutshell version. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell me a little bit about, uh, let's just dive right into trusses because um, I will tell everyone who's listening. So it was a video that um, you posted recently that kind of, so I watched you share trail sisters and kind of talk about it, but I don't think I actually knew really truly kind of what it was. And then you shared this video, which went into why you created it. And I was like, wow, this is like, there's a really neat, for me, like I saw it, I'm like, this is a really neat story behind it, which I never really realized. So kind of explain a little bit where this passion came from and why you decided to come up with this, plat this what you, you call it, like an online journal, you know, this platform for, for women in trail running. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, thanks. Like I've, you know, it, Buff was the, the company that really, um, they made that video happen. So many, many thanks to them for letting, uh, letting me share my, uh, you know, my voice and my thoughts and kind of what I'm up to. So, um, so yeah, but, um, so how it all started for trail sisters, you know, I'd been working in the industry for quite some time and, um, in all different positions, you know, uh, I was, well, I said earlier, I was, competitive athlete but then I worked in the marketing arena and then I also worked for some media companies and um it just you know I couldn't help but notice the lack of encouragement and emphasis for women in trail running um and being a female and being an athlete you know out there I'm just kind of like it kind of stinks after a while feeling like you're not included or it's not as welcoming you see um I was seeing so much uh just media or whatever you want to say like presented to the guys, which is fine. It's nothing against them. Like that's, you know, good for them. But it was so discouraging when I was like, well, when are they going to talk about like, you know, this woman's result or this woman doing this? And it just wasn't like, you know, wasn't on the priority list. And so, um, I did a lot of contract work at the time and I was like, well, heck, you know, I'm going to start this platform and I called it an online journal because I wanted it to be cre uh, made up of all kinds of stories, tips, voices, whatever, um, from multiple women. So it was kind of, if you think about it, like, like, like their diary, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I started with, I talked to six friends, um, and asked if they'd be willing to write a few articles just to get everything started. And before I knew it, it was like after a month, um, I had people writing to me like, Hey, can I contribute, you know, my story, my, and 
So then it really, it took off quite quickly because people, you know, there's more and more women that were like, well, I want to share my experience and, uh, you know, what I have to offer. Yeah. And so, um, sorry, that's Ezra, everybody. That's my <laughs> he's all right. He's good. <laughs> um, anyhow, uh, but yeah, it took off and now I'm at a point where, um, I think we have almost, almost 400 articles and. I think over a hundred contributors. So um, it's just taken off. You know, women really want to share their stories and use their voices. And for a long time, we haven't had the opportunity. I mean, historically, it's not just a running fact, but like in general. Yeah. So, um, so it's really important to me to create this space for women to have um, their voices heard and just to, to share and create camaraderie with others. That's awesome. So who... So when you have your, so who is contributing to your, um, is it women in trail running? Like who, who would you say this, this would be for? <laughs> so this, so this is for, I mean, I mean, to be honest, it's, it's, it's directed towards women in trail running. Anybody that's interested, you know, that wants to get on the trails, but you don't have to, like, you can be hiking. You don't have to be just primarily a female, you know, trail runner, but there's information on there. That's also great for um, guys as well. It's not all like women only content. It's a lot of stuff that can be used for, you know, anyone and everyone, but um, everybody that writes for the site has to be a female. Yeah. So I really, that was important to me to make sure that, Hey, you know, they had their place to actually write and use their voice where in a lot of other media outlets and, and such a lot of stuff comes from um, the male perspective and that's great, but we could use more female perspective. So, so, so that's, I think we could use that everywhere. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> perspective in everything. <laughs> we yes. need to have more of those voices out. So tell me, let's kind of talk a little bit kind of going back. Um, so what I always kind of found interesting in following your story was um, kind of how you got into trail running. Like you just kind of, it almost felt like you just continued to follow these passions and kind of where you were going. So how that, what that journey was like for you, um, you know, moving out to Colorado and kind of starting this journey and then finding trail running and just kind of continuing to, to really follow your passion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I've always been interested in, in the outdoors and trail running, but like, I remember in college, so coach Hornig, I remember like, we weren't supposed to run on the trails too much just because, you know, it was important that we didn't twist our ankles because we were competing. But I like, I always remembered like there, I forget what the park is that was by the school, but I think there were some trails back there, but we can only run the paved loop. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but so I've always had this interest in it. And, um, you know, the, after college and, um, exploring, like I wanted to run really fast 5k. I did some road stuff for a little bit. Um, and then I had the opportunity to move out here to Colorado, um, which all started with a, a post cleach trip from our assistant coach, which was pretty cool. It opened up my eyes to a lot more of what's out there and um, fell in love with the mountains and just, you know, the different terrain. And um, there's this woman named uh, Nancy Hobbs, who's uh, the founder of the um, American Trail Running Association, which is ATRA, A-T-R-A. She uh, invited me to come out and run some trails with her at one point and I was like, sure, you know, I've always been interested with the outdoors or just the different terrain. And she kicked my butt <laughs> and being super competitive, I didn't like that. Um, <laughs> so um, I decided to kind of, you know, find out more, get better at the sport. And from there, just kind of fell in love with it. 
Um, it was just so unique and I got to see so many different things. There's always something new about it each time you were at, you know, I was out on the trail. So, you know, I got to that point and then I really never looked back towards road running again after that. Road running is great. It's just not, there's more fun things out there for me. Yeah. There's more adventure out in the yeah. trails. Well, yeah. I will say, you know, my first trip out to Colorado was this year and, um, and my husband who you've been on trip with trips with, you know, um, he fell in love with Colorado the first time he went out. So when we, I don't know if you know the story, but when we got married, he's like, for our 10 year anniversary, I'm going to take you to Colorado and this is where we're going to go. So we celebrate our 10 year anniversary, uh, in like two weeks from, from day. So we knew, yeah, which is crazy. So Mm -hmm. it was like, well, we can't go in the fall. So let's go in the summer. And, and I went out there and I can totally feel you on, like I came out and I was like, so when are we coming back? And (laughs) how often can we come back? It, it was just, just fall, literally falling in love with the mountains and just loving just being out there and the culture that was out there. And it was just, it was, yeah, we'll be back. Don't worry. We'll be back. <laughs> like, yeah, you can't keep me away now. So. Yeah. so tell me a little bit kind of since trail sisters kind of started for you as a way to give a voice to women for trail running, what was your experience like as a woman when you were, when you were professionally trail running, like what was that like for you? Um, you know, like, I guess, it's funny. I've, I've been asked this question before. When did I first notice, you know, the difference between like men and women in sports and whatnot. And it's funny. It took me longer to kind of see some of that than you would have thought being like, now that I'm like all about, you know, like yeah. equality, let's go, you know, but, um, you know, I noticed, I noticed mostly, I think when I was in the marketing department and, um, working for the media companies, cause it was just like, always a cover shot of a dude, or if there's like women in the photo it was a certain type of woman or, you know, men's results always came first or like, um, it was, it was a process, but you just, I, or I shouldn't say you, I just slowly picked up like more and more tidbits of like the differences. Um, and it kind of just got me fiery, you know, for a long time I thought about it and didn't like it, but I didn't really know what to do to change it. You know, who was I going to say anything to and why would they listen to me? And then, then eventually it was, I started Trail Sisters two and a half years ago or, or April, 2016. And I just got to a place where I, I kind of had enough of it. And I was like, well, you know, um, there's not, I, I don't know. I guess I felt like there's not too many people out there probably have my background or experience with in terms of like, you know, the running and the jobs and just the different positions and the networking and the relationships. So it's like, screw it. You know, I'm just going to give this a shot, see what happens. Um, you know, this journal doesn't take off, so be it, but at least I'm trying, at least I'm trying to make a difference. And, you know, sure shit, it totally took off. <laughs> Which I, is awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, I'm on to something, you know, it just, it just needed, just needed somebody to, you know, to open the door so others could share their voices. I think that's awesome. So what, what would you say? So you, you started it out of this, this kind of, just kind of this hunch of like, well, there's something I can do and I can do this. And this is something I can see. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't. Okay, that's fine. So now that it's kind of been, you know, over two years and things have grown and you've got, you know, 400 articles, a hundred women have contributed, you know, to writing for it. What, where do you, do you have a vision? Where do you see this going? What do you kind of see coming out of this? 
Oh man. Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of fun things I have planned that I don't want to talk too, too much about. No, that's okay. <laughs> I'm like, Ooh, I don't want to let the cat on the side. But um, <laughs> since we started it, um, and I say we, because of, I, I like to think those original six women, they really helped get the, you know, yeah. get it launched and whatnot. And, and my partner, Justin, he, uh, he's helped a ton on the back end. He's the only, you know, official trail mister in the, in the club. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, um, uh, so what has come from, so besides the articles, which are kind of like the lifeblood of the whole thing, we do three articles per week and depending on how many guest contributors want to come in, I can post more, but it's usually safe. Let's always keep it at three. So they can always have something new for, you know, every single week. Yeah. But, um, but I've also started a community team, um, and we're up to 300 members of that. We do, we open up, um, registration three times per year and we open it for a hundred spots. So, um, and it usually sells out or they're usually taken within like one to two hours. So it's, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Um, and that's for anybody and everybody. There's no, or women, I should say. When I say anyone and everyone, I'm like, oh, except for like guys, which is for men. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, like we need our spot, but, um, but so yeah, we have a community team. I've also started doing, um, women's only training retreats. They're called, uh, run with her retreats. And, um, we also started doing a trail run adventure grant. And so this grant awards six women with $500 for their, you know, dream, uh, trail running adventure. Hmm. Um, you know, my mission is to really grow opportunity and participation and doing it through, uh, inspiration, education, and empowerment. Um, and so, you know, every large decision I make for the site or the community is always based off that you know, that mission statement, am I like, if I make the decision, is it helping, you know, is it adding to that mission statement? Is it going right to that? And so, you know, everything I've been really focused on has, has done that so far. Um, so having this grant, which was really cool, is like actually creating these opportunities and, and drawing out participation. So that's one of my most like favorite things, I guess, that we've done. And that just started this past year. And so we'll be doing it well, it's a yearly thing, so we only do it once a year, but uh, Merrill uh, Footwear is our, our big sponsor with it for next year, so I'm excited about that. That's awesome. So tell me, tell me a little bit about um, the retreats, because I was on the website today kind of like perusing a little bit. I was like, oh, what is this? Oh, there's retreats, and there's this. So like, who, who would they be for? Who, you know, who would you want to come out? Kind of what's kind of involved in them? What does it look like? Yeah, so this year we're doing four retreats. There's two in Boulder and then two in North Conway, New Hampshire, um, in, which is a spectacular area. I feel like everybody's, where is that? I'm like, oh, like if you've never been to New Hampshire, hey, you should go just because it's gorgeous. But um, it's up in the White Mountains area. And a lot of people have heard of Boulder, Colorado, so that one doesn't need too much explanation. But um, so these retreats are, they're for women only, but um, they are for all abilities, you know, like I said, I like to always keep things open to every and any woman because it's very inclusive. Like I'm not here to segment or put people in place. Like, no, we're all doing this together. Um, and usually how we do it, cause the big question is like, am I, will I be fast enough? Or, you know, um, we break it in, into groups or out there and all the group runs we do are uh, non-drop, uh, runs. So it means you go for a little bit and then everybody stops and waits for everybody to come back together and then you run a bit and then you stop again. And so it's more about the social aspect and being together and learning from one another. 
versus, you know, let's go out and, you know, have a workout day or, you know, run PR times, you know, it's, it's, it's not that type of uh, retreat. It's really about meeting the people there, growing, um, growing your confidence, learning different educational tips. We do um, four different um, talks. Um, we have a nutritionist come in. Um, I'll do one on confidence. We do wilderness survival. And we also do, um, or not, I'm sorry, not wilderness survival, but wilderness awareness. And then we also do a injury prevention talk as well. And actually, we're new for this year. We're going to do an optional night run as well. So a lot of women are a little spooked to run at night. You know, it's a little different. Um, and a lot of people, you know, sometimes like right now we're getting to the season where it's like dark when you get off work. And a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to go run because it's dark. I'm not sure about it. Um, so we're going to offer that too. It's, it's a lot about breaking down barriers and overcoming different obstacles and growing your confidence so that you can tackle, you know, whatever it is when you go back home. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I was like, Oh, that looks like fun. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. It's a blast. <laughs> that's awesome. So, so you, you said you briefly mentioned it. So tell me, so you said you do a talk on confidence. So what does that kind of, what does that, you know, without doing the full talk, but kind of give us a little nugget of like, what does that mean? to you, like kind of that confidence piece? Yeah. You know, like I, I saved that for the last talk of the entire, um, retreat because I think it's really important to pull examples and, um, uh, like nuggets from the actual retreat experience. So I have more to kind of like associate with, Hey, we did this and help them to actually have that example. But, um, you know, I, I believe this in general, it's not just a running thing, but a lot of times, um, I, everybody has confidence issues in some way, shape or form. And if you could grow those or, or I'm sorry, overcome them or grow past them, like the world is your oyster. You can do anything. And so I think a really big thing um, for women in general is a lot of confidence um, issues or obstacles that they, they seem to tackle. Um, and so if I can speak to them and boost the morale and help them to grow past it and they can go home and, you know, do whatever it is that, is kind of in their way. They can get through it. Um, I'm a big believer that like, I think a lot of people have stopped taking a bet on themselves, you know, um, in society in general, we, you know, often get angry or upset instead of like just believing in ourselves. So we believe that we can't do it. And there's a lot of media out there marketing that sometimes use fear tactics and all kinds of things like that. And if, if you can convince people like, Hey, you're capable and you're, um, you know, all you have to do is believe in yourself and, and work the muscle in your, you know, in your head, it's the biggest, strongest muscle you've really got. If you think about it, and if you can learn how to control that, you can do anything in life, not just, you know, in trail running. So I think it's really important to talk to them a little bit about confidence. And, um, like I said, use examples from the, from the retreat from that weekend. And even, you know, there's sometimes I, you know, if there's somebody that's having some kind of issue throughout the retreat, it's great to even work with them on the side just to really boost them out of it and help them feel, you know, like they're leaving with more than just, you know, some miles and a little bit of education, you know? So, um, so yeah, I don't know. That was kind of a long winded answer for you, but no, that was perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it goes so much more outside of running. And I think a lot of times, um, you know, run it. It's like a good metaphor of like, if you can push yourself past 
this point as a runner or go a little bit like that. There's all that pieces to it, but then also realizing that if you can't go that day, that's also okay too, you know, and it's right. Breaking down, just breaking down those barriers, barriers and pushing through. I think that's, I think that's awesome. And that's really incredible that you kind of share that and then kind of tying it in with, with the retreat and what they're going through. And, you know, it's not just about putting the miles on the trail, but yeah, having the experience. Yeah. You know, I think that's the thing. It's, it's not um, one dimensional in the sense of like, Hey, we're just here to just do trail running and talk about trail running and run, 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 run. Like, (laughs) Hey, that's great. But life's not just about one thing in general, you know? And so my hope is that they take away different tools and, you know, uh, thought processes and ideas and um, that they utilize them in all aspects of their life, not just on the trail. It's like you just mentioned, you know, like, like trail running, um, well, A, it's really primitive, you know, but like it's, it's intense in its own way. And if you can get out there and you can handle, you know, tackling the trails or doing, you know, doing things outside like that, or, you know, just places that aren't on the comfort of your couch, you know, like there's so much you can tackle in life. And it's just kind of creating that relatability in between the two and understanding that it's possible, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And there is something about, uh, I mean, being here in Pennsylvania and then going to Colorado and being like, oh, these are real mountains of even getting on the trail and going out there and then kind of seeing you've conquered this. You've now gone through this trail. You've run, you've walked, you've, you know, gotten through all of these obstacles and now look kind of what's at the end, the end for you. It's like this immense view that kind of, it takes your breath away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, I've gotten a chance to see a decent amount, especially from that road trip, but and sometimes I feel bad. I'm like, I live in a place where there's like, yes, there, I call them rocky tops because there's rocks on the top, right? This <laughs> like, is the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> yes, yeah, like the Rocky Top Mountain. Um, you know, I grew up in a small town called Bangor in Pennsylvania. And like, I could run, I think it was like six miles away. I didn't do this when I lived there because I wasn't interested. But the Appalachian Trail was really only six miles away. It's near the Delaware Water Gap. It's like the area. Um, and I remember looking at the Appalachian mountains, at least that were right there. And they're just these big green rolling, like, like I'm like big green rolling hills. But at the time to me, they were these giant mountains. And then I came here. I was like, oh, wow, this is a totally different. You know, I'd never seen them in person before. And it was, it blew, blew my mind, but you know, there's something that's unique. Every place has its awesome little like Easter egg of, you know, I don't know, goodness, you know, like these special little places that, you know, you can't find in the Rocky Mountains or you can't find in the desert or you can't find in the lush, you know, forests of, you know, the Southwest. Like every place has something unique about it. So you don't need to be like, oh, like, like, oh, I'm not a real trail runner if not running on big, crazy mountains. I'm like, heck, you're a trail runner if you're running on the side of, you know, uh, a paved path because you'd rather run in the grass and the dirt than the, you know, like, yeah. Urban trails count like just you know any place that's off the sidewalk or off the pavement in a different you know terrain you, that counts you know yeah. a lot of people I think think oh well, I'm not I'm, I'm an imposter or like I'm not a real trail runner because I don't do it enough I'm like hey yeah you are if you're out there getting a mile in here and there do, like you count you totally count yeah. you know so well, it's like people who say they're just not runners to begin with and I'm like so have you run and yeah, that then you are. You've done it, and it's okay. <laughs> yeah. You count. It's Sorry. okay. Like, yeah. But I'm not. But you do do it, so you still count. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same, it's like that same concept of 
you know, how, how relatable that, well, I, I have only done it like once or twice. I only do it like every now and then. Well, that doesn't mean you're not, you know, whether it's a runner or, or any kind of part of your life, like, well, that doesn't mean that's not who you are if you've done it or, you know, right. it's not like secluding you because you're not doing it every day of the week, you know, or whatever, right. or for, you know, 10, 15 miles or whatever it is, right. like you're, still, you're still doing it. And that's awesome. And that's a really cool accomplishment. Like be proud of yourself. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So tell me, you mentioned it briefly. So when you, and we talked about it before we started recording, but your kind of your road trip that you got, you, you and Justin took recently. And, and when we were talking about it before, it was, you know, just talking about seeing different places and seeing different things. So just talk to me a little bit, kind of what that road trip was for you guys, kind of where you guys went, what, where it kind of came, where the idea came from and yeah, yeah. go from there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I first told my parents, oh my God, they freaked out. They're like, you're doing what? You're going to live in a van? Like, haven't we taught you opposite of like, you know, like, <laughs> oh man. So that was, that was interesting just the get go. But, um, you know, um, I have remote jobs, um, or I was doing remote work and so I can work anywhere, anytime. And I was really, you know, this was more towards the beginning or as a year and a half ago now, but um, Trail Sisters was, you know, obvious, well, it's still new, but it was really new. And I really wanted to visit different places and, and talk about the mission and what Trail Sisters was and um, stop into uh, retailers all across the U.S. to, you know, put in a little presentation. This is all free. I just, you know, get the message out there and, and connect with these women. Um, and so uh, uh, my partner, Justin, he was, um, you know, switching things up with his job. He was he decided to leave where he was at. And so he had some free time. And so we're like, well, heck, you know, let's, let's go do a tour. Let's do a trail sisters tour around the USA and, um, hit different retailers, you know, give presentations and let's also, you know, just check out what's out there, you know? And so, um, we decided we, and we wanted to see some family too. And so, <laughs> so we, um, we went across the USA. We started obviously, um, so we were in Boulder. We, you know, got rid of our apartment, put everything in storage. And then we headed East, um, through the Southwest and then hit the coast, um, went up to see my family, um, in Pennsylvania. And then we decided to go all the way back West. Um, and then we went North kind of all the way up to Whistler and then in Canada and then all the way down to San Diego and then eventually back to Colorado. So that was kind of our route. Um, but I hit, 30 different retailers giving presentations. Um, so that was really cool. And that was a lot. This was a total of a little over seven months or so. Um, so it was a lot of time out there, but, um, we got to see some really great places. Um, we, you know, went to, it was great. Like I'd never been to, um, Asheville, North Carolina before. So we stopped there. I went to, um, this really, really awesome little spot in Virginia called Crozet. It's a great running store there called Crochet Running. Uh, Michelle Anderson's uh, one of the owners. She's a sweetheart. I have to call them out just because they've been super amazing. But anyway, um, uh, you know, so we went out that way. We went to Virginia Beach to see my aunt and uncle. Um, saw my parents back home. And then when we scooted all the way back across, um, you know, I had, been, I had never been to Vancouver or Whistler or anywhere up that side in Canada. So we thought, Hey, let's, let's take the tour international. And so we hit two, two spots up there and it was gorgeous. And then kind of just worked our way down the West coast. But, um, yeah, there's like, so there's so many amazing places out there. It's hard to like just pick a few and say, this place is great. You know, you know, but, um, 
where else was really fun? Ashland, Oregon was great. Bellingham, Washington is another really cute place to hit. Um, we saw the, the redwood farce in uh, Northern California. That's something to, if you're ever out that way or have the chance, like there's not a ton of places to go, but like they're just phenomenal to see. It's just yeah. so different than anything else. It's kind of blows your mind that they're, they're there. They're so, so, so old and they're still there. Um, yeah. And so it was a wonderful trip. It was eye opening also to see just like, um, the different, I don't know if cultures is the right word or not, but like just the different type of communities throughout the USA, what it was like for, you know, people that lived in South, like how they did things. And, um, yeah, I haven't spent a lot of time down there. So it was some differences for me. And then just, you know, up in the Pacific Northwest and, it was fun to speak to people, hear their stories, and just kind of find out what's important to other people. Um, so the the trip as a whole was eye-opening in many ways, I guess. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I mean, I said it before we started recording, but I was like, one of the things I want to do is when my kids are older is to do that, just to take them around the country. Because we live in this country, and I think we talk a lot about traveling to Europe and seeing different cultures, but I think within the United States, there's so many mm-hmm. different places to see. Well, that's you know, so many different things to, you know, our terrain is different everywhere we go. And, and, you know, I just think there's amazing things to see that I want to see those pieces, you know, and, and introduce totally. that to the kids and introduce them to something outside of kind of where we live right now, yeah. <laughs> bubble, you know? Yeah, no, that's great. I think a lot of people don't think about like, they get the chance to travel and that's great. But I think a lot of people want to, you know, like, oh, I want to go across the country. Let's go to Australia. Australia. I've never been there. I'm sure it's amazing. But like, learn about the stuff in your backyard too. There's a lot of incredible things, you know, just here in the United States that I think people could take a lot away from. Yeah. But, um, you know, sometimes the bigger bright and shiny things that come across usually get the attention. But I'm like, like for instance, I um, this wasn't on the road trip, but I had the chance to go to uh, the Black Hills in South Dakota a few years ago. And I didn't know anything about it. I was like, I know Mount Rushmore's there, but it's like, you know, what's going on there? And it is one of the coolest places I've ever been. Yeah. You know, That's but it's so not cool. a place that people are like, Mark, you know, Mark the map. Like this is, this is it. <laughs> but you know what? It is awesome. It's beautiful. And there's all kinds of neat things to check out. They have a ton of caves, Mount Rushmore. Just and the area itself is just gorgeous. You have, what is it? The Badlands. And then the, um, this is in Wyoming. It's the, uh, what is it? The, De- the Devil's Tower, I think is a little ways away, but, but it's just a really cool area. You know, and like, I wouldn't have discovered that unless somebody's like, Hey, let's go check this out. You know? So I encourage people to get out there and, and see what else, you know, the country has to offer. Yeah. And I think that's how I felt when I came to Colorado and I was like, I would have never come here to this little town of Estes park. If Ryan hadn't have been there and you know, you, they wouldn't have gone years ago. So, and it was just gorgeous. So. Well, Gina, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to interview and just for sharing your story and sharing your information. And tell us, how can we find Trail Sisters? How can we find you? What, reach out to you, find all your stuff. Sure. Yeah. So um, Trail Sisters is trailsisters.net. So that's the, um, the website. Um, and, you know, from there, you can pretty much get to all the other social sites and whatnot. But we're on Instagram and then Facebook. And if you really just literally just type in trail sisters, we'll pop up. Yeah. It's not really anybody else that name. So you're set there, but um, 
And then to get in touch, if anybody has questions or, you know, um, there's an email at the Trail Sisters uh, website, but it's info at trailsisters.net. So you can reach me there. Um, but yeah, in a nutshell, that's kind of, I guess, the, the best ways to, to get in touch. So um, yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Gina. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining me for episode number 12. I hope you enjoyed that conversation and hearing from Gina and hearing about all that she's doing uh, with Trail Sisters. And if you are interested in at finding out more about her, you can find her at trailsisters.net and all of her links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me once again on Stepping Up, Become Who You Are Meant to Be. If you enjoyed this podcast, if you've enjoyed other interviews, please take a moment to rate and review. It is mean the world to me to hear what you think and to also, if you feel this episode should be shared with somebody else or any of the episodes, please share them with someone you know who would gain value from listening to this podcast. This is why I share the information. This is why I do the interviews to get the message out and inspiration out to as many people, women in particular, as possible. And don't forget, if you are a working mom and you are looking for a supportive and inspirational, motivational, supportive community, all of those things, join me in the Stepping Up for the Working Woman, um, Working Mom, Stepping Up for the Working Mom Facebook group on Facebook. Oh my goodness, listen to me today. So it's the Stepping Up for the Working Mom Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. If you're looking for a community of like-minded women who can support and lift each other up, this is the group for you. I hope to see you in there and I hope to see you on the next episode. Have a great day.